What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Flamethrowers, it's Shireen here. I wanted to reamplify an interview I did on episode 92 with the Black Girls Hockey Club founder, Renee Hess. Renee is the force of nature and has created an incredible movement for the sport and within the sport fan community. Since our interview on February 5th, 2019, Renee and the other members of the Black Girls Hockey Club, which has grown, have had meetups in Washington with the Capitals, with the Pittsburgh Penguins, with the New Jersey Devils, the Anaheim Ducks, and the National Predators. She continues to be featured on national and local news media. She's continuing to run her hustle. Please support her via PayPal or through the continued amplification of other Black Girl Hockey League crowdsourcing. I just wanted to read this really important tweet from Ashley Craig. Ashley just tweeted, just saw Black Girl Hockey, that's the handle on Twitter, on NHL NBC Sports. Blows my mind every day that we are out here building something meaningful and that I'm not alone. Thank you, Ashley, for summarizing so beautifully what Black Girl Hockey Club means for you and for your hockey community. And I want to just be out here thanking Renee again. It is an honor to know you. I love amplifying your work. Thank you for being on Burn It All Down. And thank you for creating a movement in this sport that desperately needs these changes like seeing you out there bringing that black joy is just so important and we're honored to witness it i am so excited to have renee hess on burn it all down today renee hess is an associate professor of english a freelance pop culture writer and an avid hockey fan from sunny California. With a master's degree in literature, Renee believes in the power of media and uses hockey literature and film to discuss topics like discrimination, the wage gap, and the importance of sports fandom. Renee is currently working on a book about hockey, race, and culture from the lens of a Black woman. She is an unapologetic Pittsburgh Penguin fan, but welcomes fans of all teams to enjoy the game of hockey with the Black Girl Hockey Club. Renee is the sole contributing writer to the BGHC website, and she's an incredible singer, and I can't even imagine how beautiful the whole house would sound when she sings in the shower. So, Renee... Thank you so much for being on Burn It All Down. Hi, Shireen. Thank you so much for having me. So let's get started on this. Where and when did you fall in love with hockey? I have a great intro story on how I came to the game of hockey when I was in Pittsburgh at an academic conference. I was actually at dinner with the women from my department, and we were noticing that there was a hockey game on the television in this restaurant in Pittsburgh. And I kind of asked the bartender, you know, hockey, why is there a hockey game on, you know? And he said, oh, Pittsburgh is a hockey town. 
And I had no idea. This was back in 2011. A few years later, uh, after kind of listening to the game on the radio and, and keeping up with what was going on in my local area, I, I'm in California, I went to my first live hockey game. And after that, I was hooked. It was love at first sight. You know, live hockey is amazing. Nothing like it. It's so fast and and just such an exciting environment. And I've been a fan ever since. Did you play hockey at all? No, I wish. I mean, I think it looks like a great way to get out aggression, but I'm horrible on what I like to call knife ice shoes. No, (laughs) I, I don't have the best balance. So no. So let's talk a little bit about Black Girl Hockey Club. And you've seen not only your Twitter following, but you've seen interest from all over the country. And I would suspect Canada as well. How do you feel that the Black Girl Hockey Club, what kind of community does it provide that's currently missing from predominant hockey culture? You know, my original goal with the Black Girl Hockey Club was to create a safe space for Black women to enjoy hockey. Even whether you are a player or a hockey mom or a fan, the Black Girl Hockey Club is a place where Black women can come together, whether it's on social media or at live events, and enjoy hockey together. It really stemmed from my desire to spend time with Black women at a hockey game. I live in Southern California. I go to a lot of Anaheim Ducks and LA Kings games. And interestingly enough, I had never seen two Black women together at a hockey game. And I wanted to do something about that. So I got together a group of Black women on Twitter who were hockey fans. And this took almost a year to actually find four or five of them. And we got together in a group chat and we called it jokingly the Black Girl Hockey Club. And we decided, let's get together for a game. That's That would be amazing. Most of these girls are on the East Coast. And so we decided, what about a Capitals game? They have a couple Black players, a couple Black minority owners. They just won the cup, you know, in 2018. That would be a great place to have a meetup. And the idea just kind of took a life of its own. The National Hockey League got involved and they wanted to help make the trip amazing one for us. And so we got the opportunity to go to D.C. and see a game. And it ended up being not just two or three or four of us, but I believe we had 40, 45 black women and their kids and their, you know, their friends. And we had uh, kids as young as six years old and a grandmother who was 82. That's incredible. So yeah, it was, it was so much fun. I even met up with my sister who lives in Ohio. I haven't seen her in a year. And I said, I'm taking you to a hockey game. Let's do this. And so she met me in DC and I took her to her first hockey game. And it's so funny because now she's hooked. She's got the NHL app on her phone and she says she's a Capitals fan. Ugh. <laughs> try to get it to, the, to my team. But you know, it's all good. I love the Capitals. They they did right by us. We had so much fun. No wonder she's a Capitals fan. And I love that you're out here giving them props because that's incredible. And the Caps have a really cool history of sort of doing that. As you know, Fatma Ali was 
um, invited out there and she's a player from the UAE, the UAE United Arab Emirates. And like, you're like, what? A woman in Dubai is playing hockey. And they, she actually got to do the ceremonial, you know, uh, face off, like the puck drop. And she loves Ovi. So it was just, it was, it was incredible. And that's actually something that occurred to me was that when I saw your tweets about the meetup growing up and I grew up on the East Coast of Canada and I was born into a Habs loving family. I think my dad is a quiet Winnipeg Jets supporter, but he doesn't really say anything about it. But my mother is like a beautifully obnoxious Habs fan. And so is my brother. And I think the only man my mother had eyes for other than my father was Guy Lafleur from afar. And she had the opportunity. My brother took her to the Bell Center a couple of years ago and she got to meet him. And she bought a beautiful red hijab to match her jersey, a new one, and she was so excited. So I, I felt so much of that excitement and because it was considered, it's not considered the norm. So what I love about Black Girl Hockey Club is that you are recreating what the norm can be. When you were there, did you have people kind of be like, what are they doing here? Like, what's, was grandma doing here? Like, did that, did you sense any of that as you were visiting? You know what I did? It's a feeling, you know, as a black girl who goes to a lot of hockey games that I'm used to. But there's power in numbers. We were so vibrant and everybody was so excited. I think that that excitement rubbed off on the crowd around us, which is what, you know, hockey's all about. But yeah, I, I know, I remember when we were walking in, we got to enter into uh, the Capital One Center about two hours before the game start started for a special reception uh, upstairs. And there was a man with his daughter who kind of got in the middle of our group and he thought they were opening the gates for everybody. And it was just us. And and it was funny because I, I think I, I saw when it, the, the spark kind of behind his eyes when he realized that he was the only white guy <laughs> in the middle of all these black women. And when the security guard who was a black woman asked him, honey, are you with them? He was like, oh, no, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> sort of like, you don't belong here. Uh, it was it was like the opposite <laughs> totally. of what it normally is. Yeah, but that was kind of funny. But yeah, you know, we, we got a, a kind of questioning look from a, a lot of the fans there. But what was really cool was every worker in there, whether they were, you know, leading people to their seats or manning the elevator, they were high-fiving us tell, in welcoming us to their arena, just telling us how excited they were to see that representation. And that really warmed my heart that, you know, we could, we could have that connection and they could see some of that representation, probably that those workers don't often see like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, and just, I hope everybody listening sort of realizes that how powerful this is and particularly, you know, just the CAPS as an organization. Um, this is a great way to show and to exemplify how to 
grow the game in different communities. And do you have any other advice other than be like the Caps? Although I know you love Pittsburgh, but that's okay. <laughs> I will just ignore that. That's the- neither here nor no, there. there. Um, and I'm wondering at this point, if you saw this piece I wrote, you know, grilling Sidney Crosby on going to the White House last year, but we won't, we can talk about that at a different time. I grilled him too. Okay, I grilled him too. Um, but sort of your advice to federations and, and teams, and we're not just talking about teams, we could be talking about like Hockey USA or Canada Hockey, like What do they need to do better? I agree that the Caps are setting a blueprint right now. With Devontae Smith-Pelly on their team and all the work that he does in the Black community in D.C., you know, passing out coats to the local school, inviting the Metro Maple Leafs to their arena and to see a game after Devine got uh, racial slurs um, tossed at him on the ice and his team backed him up. I think that the Caps are taking notice of these things and not just... Just pretending that they're not happening. And I would say that that would be the advice to give to all the clubs, the federations, the big organizations. Don't pretend that racism doesn't exist in hockey. Acknowledge it and do right by these people. And the fan base will grow. If we want to grow the game, we have to include everybody. If we want to say that hockey is for everybody, we need to back up those words with actions. And I really do think that the NHL is working on how to do that. It's a really big organization that's a century old and there's a standard that's been set, but I think that there are people in the front office who are really trying to to get some change going and acknowledge these um, weaknesses within the league. So out of 700-something NHL players, there's about 30 that are not white. (laughs) And have you seen other communities try to have this? Like we know Punjabi Hockey Night in Canada sort of, you know, caters to a specific specific demographic and tries to include people that are Punjabi speaking and, and watching. Have you seen any other communities? You've seen, you know, Black Girl Hockey Club has started this incredible movement. Have you seen any other communities you know out what? there try to do the I same? I have gotten some tweets from people saying that we need to do a Chinese American hockey club or something like that. I haven't necessarily seen that, that develop within the fandom. I have noticed various clubs working towards inclusion. Something that comes to mind that I thought was really cool, and I'm not a huge Kings fan, okay? I'm just going to put that out there. One of my coworkers is a Kings fan, and she's always chirping me about that. You know what? Not a Kings fan, but they, Chinese New Year just happened, and they had a giveaway in their arena one i'm not sure if it was the actual night of with uh, the king's logo and uh, in chinese and i thought that was really cool that they they had something like that i'd never seen anything like that before and i do think you know living in southern california especially in Los Angeles, that the Kings have a very unique demographic. You know, there's a lot of Hispanic folks, a lot of um, men of color that I have seen are, are huge Kings fans. And their arena is just filled with so many different types of people. Um, it just, you know, f- specifically for Black women, 
I don't know how comfortable and welcoming the hockey environment has always been. And so I think that that specific demographic has been kind of left by the wayside. And that's just a historical thing. That's not just hockey. You know, that's that's in a lot of different aspects. But because of my love of hockey and my desire to kind of spread the good news about hockey, I... I wanted to see how we could fix that, how we could change that and kind of make a space for black women in the hockey world. Not just, you know, the fans, but also the players. We've been lucky enough to be able to talk with players like Blake Bolden and Kelsey Colzer actually came with us to Washington, D.C. to see a Capitals game. So I think that there's a need out there and just to have a community, to have somebody who looks like you. You know, when you say that there's 30 uh, players of color out of 700 plus uh, professional NHL players, uh, I just think of how hard it is for kids who want to enjoy that game to not see anybody that looks like them on the ice, to see one player out of uh, on a team or maybe none Right now is the case with the Pittsburgh Penguins. They don't have one player of color. And how how does that make a child feel? I know how it makes me feel. So I can only imagine how it would make a child feel uh, wanting to enjoy this sport, but not feeling like there was a place for you. So I think like, especially when we were in DC, we had a bunch of little boys with us and their hot and their moms. And I was so amused and excited to see these little black boys so much into the game. I mean, they know the terminology, they know what's going on on the ice. They they know who the players are. They're excited. They, they want to not only watch, but they want to participate. They want to spread the, the good word of hockey to their friends and their family. I think that the Black Girl Hockey Club has a chance to do that within the Black community, I oh, hope. That's fantastic. And it's really, really important. Just this past weekend, I was lucky enough to go to the Canadian Women's Hockey League All-Star Game in Toronto. And the my entourage was of a close friend of mine who's of Somali descent. She wears hijab. She's also probably one of the best hockey players I know. And so she and I walk in with another friend of ours who's been on the show, Dr. Courtney Sito, and who also was a hockey player of Asian descent. And part of our entourage was another professor from Queen's University, also of Asian descent. So it was like super cool to have this melanated crew. And I really wanted us to be the only ones in some way, but we weren't. And uh, there was a lot of young girls hockey teams that were there with Black girls, with girls of Asian descent, with South Asian girls. And for me, that was very exciting because when I was little, there was none of that. There was absolutely none. So what you're talking about, what you're doing for your community and what you're essentially doing for the sport is invaluable. And like, I appreciate you so much. Like just, and also the excitement in your voice, even though you're talking really big about pens, that's okay. So give me some of your oh, favorite gosh. players. Are you going to chirp me if I say Sydney Crosby? Oh, I mean, no, not, not, not publicly. <laughs> no, no. no. Um, Okay. Okay. Great. No, I as a Penguins fan. I'm actually a huge Yevgeny Malkin fan. NHL 101. He's he's my favorite player. I was lucky enough to get to see the Penguins play last week in Las Vegas, and then a week before that uh, against the Ducks in Anaheim. And so I got my Penguins fix for the year. <laughs> that was kind of fun. But yeah, I mean, I'm a huge Penguins fan. So Sid Crosby and 
and Gino, they're they're up there as my top players. But I'm also, you know, I love watching like Brock Bozer. He is a delight. I have so much fun just his personality and his he's very good with the puck. I, I love watching him. I'm an Ovechkin fan too. I mean, Ovechkin, when we went to go see the Caps play it, they, uh, against Buffalo, I mean, this game went to shootout and everything. Overtime to shootout. Ovi gets the game-winning goal. It was just like he was putting on a show just for us. It was amazing. Uh, he is uh, so cool to to see on the ice. That was a lot of fun. I'm just a fan of the game. You know, I, I go to see the Maple Leafs when they're in town. You talk about Toronto. I love Austin <laughs> Matthews, uh, Freddie yeah. Anderson. You know, like I just, I'm a fan of the game because I'm not a home team fan over here in California. I just go see who I like when they're in town. And I like to go see hockey games. I drag my husband along and he wears whatever shirt I throw at him. And he's a hockey fan for the night, you know? And so that's, I'm just a fan of the game. I I like a lot of teams, but the Penguins, they got my heart and and yeah, so you that's can okay. I'm a displaced Tabs fan, meaning that I live in Toronto. But there's that there's a huge conglomerate, I think, around here of people who are silently Habs lovers. So it's okay. I mean, and you know how I feel about PK Subban. I'm sure you know he was wonderful. And so when the Preds get to the Cup, I, I you know, part of me wants to root for the Preds, and then part of me is like, no, Ovi is so great. I like the Caps because you know, right now my Habs aren't there, my beloved Habs, and you know, I will take and appreciate Austin Matthews because he's fabulous and I'm not going to lie and Nazem Qadri is doing well he's actually Muslim and comes to a lot of events out here and does a lot of charity work for the community so gotta give props although I'm not going to do it beyond this podcast because I don't want people to misunderstand Um, where can people support Black Girl Hockey Club? Well you'll find us on Twitter that's where it all kind of started at Black Girl Hockey we also have a blog uh, that's at Black girlhockeyclub.code.blog and Instagram I think is Black Girl Hockey Club. I like to to kind of keep the f- the folks updated on social media and once in a while if I have some time I'll sit down and pen a piece for the blog. I think the last thing I wrote was about Kaylee Forga, the little black girl hockey player in Minnesota who got her GoFundMe uh, retweeted right. by Matt Dumba yeah. and and her her trip overseas funded by the hockey community. So that was the last thing I sat down and wrote. And I'd, since I'm the only one writing, it, there's not a lot of play. But visit it anyways if you want to know how to get absolutely. In touch with us. Thank you so much for being on Burn It All Down. It was an absolute pleasure to have you, and I really hope folks out there support your organization. And if there's any fans who identify as women or non-binary, could you please give all this support to Black Girl Hockey Club? It's incredible, and you're welcome to a Maple Leafs game anytime. I may not be there, but if, probably won't, probably <laughs> won't be there. Right. But if you ever want to see the Toronto Furies play their Canadian Women's Hockey League team, and they're fantastic, I would love, love, love. If there was something set up here, it would be amazing. So thanks again for being on Burn It All Down. I love that idea. Thank you for having me. And I'm sorry.